Okay, good morning. Masechet Baba Kama Daf Tzadik Hey. We're starting at the bottom of the Tzadik. We're back dedicated to the Shulu Iluni Shmot when he died in this war. I saw another soldier, Asulin, died yesterday. Be Ilu for his neshama. Everybody else. To him, will be wounded in the Chatufim. Mentioned Daniel, Shimon, Ben Sharon, and all the others. And all the Chayalim, where he should be safe. Okay, so we... We're discussing here the Gazlanim and the Malvei Rebbe. So we saw a, 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 a Takana that was made yesterday. We saw the Rebbe in the Takana that the Gazlanim, we don't take back if they want to, if they want to, if they want to return us goods. We don't take it back. We saw a discussion about Hashavat Avadim, uh, Hashavat Shavim, sorry. And, uh, and uh, it, it says to the Gorbim story, Toshma, a Gazlanim and Malvei Rebbe. So a Gazlanim, and people who lend it with interest. Afapishegavu machzirin. This seems to be a bit of a kashia, what we just saw. Because Afapishegavu, now the understanding of it is Afapishegavu, right, is that uh, they took the money, they grabbed the money, the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, Rashi says, Afapishegavu, v'koshekein lo gavu, de makrine shtara. So if they, if they grab the money, how much more? So if, they, if they never took the money, you tear up their document. Right? Right there. So the Gemara stops to ask a question. What do you mean, Gazlani Mai Shegavu? What do you mean, Gazlani Mai Shegavu Ika? Well, what do they mean, Mai Shegavu? I Gazu, Gazu, Vilo Gazu, Lo Gazu. A Gazlan, what do you mean if they took it? As opposed to the Malve Ribit, we understand the Malve Ribit, the Galen to the Ribit, interest. If he got the money, we got the money. If he never got the money, we never got the money. So he says, if they started, they started. They never started. What do you mean if, if, if they took it? If they never took it, on the Gazlan. So we said, no, 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 you're right. We're talking about the Gazlanin. Who are these Gazlanin? Malveri Biot. See that? The Gemara says, the Malveri Biot are Gazlanin. You're a Gazlan if you take interest, if you charge with interest. And therefore, we're talking about Malveri Biot. Even they took the money. Machzirin. So this is a kashio we saw the takana of Rebbe. You don't take it back. So they've got to return it, but you don't take it back from them. So then why do they have to return it? Because they're going to say, we want to give it back to you. You say, no, no, no I'm not taking it from you. And they're going to pay you the money, right? But you don't take actual goods back from them. What is a bright idea? Tosh baharoim, bahagabain, bahamuchasin, Shuvatan Kasha. Right? So this is a Gomorrah. We've already seen similar ideas about this, the Shuvatan Kasha. Right? But yes, our royal shepherds. Now, what's the problem with shepherds? So shepherds are the ones who can rush Gazlani and Yerot Pehemot, they've got their stuff running around all the time, farming on people's land. Gabain. What are Gabain? Gabain are tax collectors of your Mochasin, also tax collectors. Gabain are Shisho Melech, Likvot Kesef Galgulota, Varnot, Vishaketvay. They, the, 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 the difference in the Mochasin and the, and, and the, uh, and the Gabain, the Mochasin, I think, like, they're the ones that sit to the gates and they charge all the ferry taxes or whatever, but the Gabain are the ones running around charging head taxes and, and, and rates and taxes. They were charging more than what they should be charging. Shuvatan Kasha, right? Nonetheless, it was um Machzirin, right? But they do have to, have, have, have to give the money back. The Makirin, to the ones that they know who they took from. 
So here Gemara says again, it's a kasher, what do you mean machzirin? What's the name? Amrei machzir ve makabli mehem. Same idea. They've got to offer back. You don't take it back from them. So ve'ele lama machzir ze desha mayim. Exactly the same part like we saw earlier. The Gemara said, I understand. Yachi amai tshuvatan kashah. Then why is there tshuvat kashah? Why is it difficult? They don't pay it back. It's easy. Like it's good. What's the difference? What's the big deal? Void, Amit Saifa, Vishayim Makrin, Yasebim, Tsorchetibur. And there's a bit of a stir over here, because what we said over here is interesting. Listen, it's, a, it's a very nice Gemara, this. Nice Gemara, in the sense that there is justice. So I don't understand. What do you mean that they don't give it back? They, and they're going to be taken to their Shamayim. But then why does the Saifa say that if they don't know who the people are, because they're going to give it back to who they know, to the Makirim. If they don't know who they took it from, why don't they know they took it from? Right? Look at Rashi. Le Makirim, Misha Makir. Because the, the, at the end of the day, there are a lot of guys running around that took money from them. They don't know who they are. They overcharge taxes. They don't know who they are. To those guys, well, how do they compensate? How do they do recompense? They they are They've got to go and do What does What does it mean for, for the betterment of the tzibur? Chizda says, Borot, Shechino Ma'arot. They've got to go and build a warehouse, a storage for water and and and, fun, and, and all irrigation service. To provide drinking water. Everyone needs it. Those who were stolen from, they'll benefit. Therefore we see that it's not correct that they don't give back. They do give back. If they know who it was, they give them back the money. The only was they had to go to those towns and invest in the infrastructure of those towns so people can benefit from the money they stole. So it's in a law cashier. You're right, it's a bit of a problem here, but it's not a steal. What's the difference? Before Rebbe made the Takana, during his time, they had, there was a Mishnah which said they're going to give it back. And then Rebbe made the Takana, they don't have to give it back. That would be the difference. Okay, so now the Gemara says, "Hashdul Amar Rav Nachman." So now that Rav Nachman tells us, right, talking about the right, Rav Nachman's talking about this case over here. We said the Takana of Revi, right? So B'Shein Gzela, Amar Rav Nachman B'Shein Gzela Kayemet. So now, that was, that was our first answer of how to stay in Lokashia, right? Lokashia was, one was before Rebbe, one was after Rebbe. Because the one brighter says, you don't take back the, the Gzela, and the other brighter says, you do take back the Gzela. Rav Nachman, Rav Yassi, like this, the Gemara says, I'm Rav Nachman, right? Then what are we talking about? That the whole Takana of Rebbe is only Shayach when B'Sha'en Gzela Kayemet. He says, no, Rav Nachman says a little bit differently. When did Rebbe say you don't give back? Then what they took isn't doesn't exist anymore. Right? So now they don't have to give it back. They haven't got it. But if they've got it, but if they if the Xali is Kayemet, what they stole, they would have to give back. So therefore, we can say that this bright is both after the Takana. We can resolve it in a different manner. And we can say, if a law cash, that's between the two brighters. One, they do give back, one, they don't give back. And how do we resolve the two brighters? Come, exhale, kayemet. Come, exhale, kayemet. And then the, the one brighter says that when the exhale came, chayav lachzira. And when the exhale, when the, when the exhale isn't kayemet, so then obviously there isn't kayemet, they're going to go and pay the money. That's another way of understanding the Gomorrah. It's a bit tricky, right? Because... If the Gzayla isn't Kayemis, what would they have to do without the Takana of Rebi? Before Rebi's Takana, what would you do if you haven't got the Gzayla? How do you give it back? You haven't got it. 
tricky in the context of the Mishnah, which says you have to return something. You steal something, you have to. But if it's gone, back. if it's gone, if you stole something now and it, and 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 disappeared, but everyone agrees you got to pay money. Even however you explain the exact, no one says that the Gazlan goes gets gets off scot free. Just well, the question is, does he have to do Veshivra Gzela Asher Gazal, or was he cornered the Gzela because of a Takana of Rebbe that God's won you Tshuva, and therefore no one has to give back the Gzela, you've got to go pay money. I don't think anybody says that the Gazlan walks away scot-free. That would be outrageous if that's the case. If I'm wrong, I mean, I, I can't explain, but if you see something there, it says different to me. But it seems so outrageous to... That's Rebbe's... But Rebbe's... That's Rebbe's... That's Rebbe's... But Rebbe's... The Xayla, but not the money. Oh, okay. I didn't understand that. Why don't you just say he's putter from it? How can he be putter? What, you're not a takana, you putter? You stole something, you putter? How can Rebbe do something like that? How can he be putter? Because it changed. But even if it changed, even if we said that Shunu Kone... She knew about the court. It's not to pay the guy the money. It just meant that you got the goods. When you stole the car and they got a baby. And we said in the Mishnah that the car is yours now. Because it's not the same car that you stole. You stole a pregnant car. Now it's a, a cow and a bird. You still got to pay the guy. That was we said. That was the yeah, whole cloud. The Mishnah said. There's no obligation to return it. That's right. That's right. the Mishnah. It was the cloud in the Mishnah. You pay at the value of the cloud. The question was. Do you have to pay? You, what value of money do you pay? Do you pay the value of now that you start a car and now you got a baby as well as a car, a calf and a car? No, we said the calf, you don't pay the value back. You pay the value of the car that was expecting to give birth because we explained to it. His eyes understood it that there was a certain risk over here in the calf not being born. And therefore, a pregnant car is worth less than a car and a calf. And therefore, the Gazlans, the, the, the benefit the Gazlan did in, 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 in enrich himself in the value, in the difference. But no one's saying the Gazlan gets off scot free. Darren, Robert's about to say something. Note, and I think it relates to the uh, Tosfot that you were just saying. The robber or lender on interest who is a potential penitent not be deterred from repenting because of the great financial burden this would we place on him. Place on him. The Rishonim note that we find throughout the Talmud in apparent contradiction to this enactment that thieves and robbers were indeed forced by the courts to return what they stole. Rabbeinu Tom suggests that this enactment was made only for Rebbe's generation. It does not apply. Well, that was exactly what we read yesterday. That's exactly what we read yesterday. Yeah. So it's kasha, it's pasha, that the, the, all we, all the, the burden on them well, not returning the goods. The statement was that you don't give them back anything. No, the burden was on not giving back the goods was on, on having to go and break down things like that guy whose wife said to him, if you go and want to give back everything, you have to give back your belt. So you have no clothes left in your house. You're going to take out your whole house now and go give it back. So therefore, everybody says, we don't take back their stuff. They write a check. And, that, and the value which that was stolen. That's the Mishnah. We can't argue with the Mishnah. The Mishnah. Yeah, I'm I, okay. I, so I, I, again, the note says... <coughs> the, I'll read you the... Know, the, the, the this is the Tosfot. ...from repenting because of the great financial burden this would place on him. Exactly. In other words, if so he if had... You to, if you have to bring money, that would be a great financial burden. No, but the burden of money is less than the burden now of what... If you've gone and invested that stuff and, 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 and built up a house... And the house said the market value's gone up. You've got to go now and sell your house. No, but not the note. The note is a toss Look at the toss We marry a being established with a woman. The law of 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 the of the law 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 of the
לא פרח נקמה. דהבה שונה רבי חייה, then he says, all the mishnas in the bright center. לא שם אין דקטני משלם כשעת הגזיינת. So you call, he says, ולא, why didn't I ask from a mishnah, the mishnah says, I understand what you're saying now, but I'll try to. And then he says another thing over here, that Rebbe says, that Rebbe says that Rebbe is metaken only for people who they made a living from stealing. You know what? I'm not going to argue. It's outrageous, but maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe that's the reason why Tosfos going to such great pains to try and narrow that whole Takana of Rebbe's, that it was to a very small group of people, and they would actually be part of everything. Maybe. You know what? Maybe. Now they, are, now they are either Tosfos in light of the way you, 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 you read it, the, 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 the note, You still on mute there? Uh, so maybe you I, know what? I said the first part of tshuva is to give the money back. Ah, that's what we thought until we saw Rebbe. Yeah. That's why we needed Rebbe. That's why we needed to understand that Tosfat again this morning. You're right. Agreed. Look what Tosfat says over here. So look at the look at the, at the on take down a bit the Tosfat that I never read the last lines. Look at the last wide lines there of the Tosfat at the begin the first wide lines. He says, "Mikom akom ahide gazlani umaverid lo mashmed the ari ba'avdeh tshuva." They aren't doing tshuva. V'od he says, "Further, look at that very, the very first, very wide answer." V'od he says, "Further, shekol adam yachol laharim." Any, if we want to say that it's guys who do tshuva, we don't take it back to help them do tshuva. He says, "Anybody could just pretend to yaseh tshuva, v'yachzor miatzmo and do tshuva, v'lo yekablu, and then then we won't take it back from them." Concludes at the end of the day, this was a very short term of, of, of a, a takana for guys in Rebbe's generation. Then he made a takana you don't seem to take back from them. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. What can I say? All right. Okay, okay, so maybe. Then active tshuva is doing tshuva, but on the contrary, Rebbe wants them to do tshuva. And he said, if they don't do tshuva, they're not going to, if they have to give it all back, they're not going to do tshuva. We're talking about other guys who are professional crooks, whatever the case was. We can spend the whole day discussing it. That seems to be the thing. Okay. So the other one says, so I'm going to ask the question now, if you're telling me that we're only speaking about when we want to now explain that the difference over here is the Amr of Nachman, one depending where there is or there isn't exactly Kayemet. So then he says, we've got a question because that whole kasha of Rebbe's, that whole takana of Rebbe's was about a guy who had stolen the, the, all his clothes. And we said there that his wife said to me, if you do tshuva and you want to go give all the stuff back, even your belt, you wouldn't be able to give back. There the exile was Kayemet. So why don't we say that we said that Rebbe said only when there is an exile you have to give it back. When the exile is coming, you've got to give it back. If the exile was Kayemet, we never gave it back. 
So the question is, my avnate, what was avnate? Not the avnate itself. There wasn't an avnate. It was demay avnate. She meant that the belt you had once stolen, even the belt you suddenly have to go and pay the money for. My master, it seems here that we don't pay anything again. The Gemara says, And what are you trying? Look, the Gemara has such difficulty with this. See, Dad, not just you. The Gemara doesn't understand this. And so what are you talking about? Any time a person did, every time there was the Gzela, but only when there wasn't the Gzela came, we know the famous classic example of the beam that was stolen, the marriage, the beam that was stolen. Mm-hmm. Kayemet, it was Kayemet. Utnan, and we still said there, this was on Dafsam Mechvav, we learned that in we saw this. Alamarish Agazul Shibano Babira, she told Damav that this beam is in the guy's roof. He built a beautiful house. He only has to pay the money. So he said, no, that's a difference altogether. That's not because of Rebbe, that's Yibna Takanata Shavim. So it seems like they're two different Takanot here altogether. Rebbe made a Takana. I accept all the, everything you said, right? Seems that that's what Tos was telling us as well. That really made a takana that for his, and Tosford narrowed it down to a particular type of person in his generation. A patur. Just do tshuva. Start again. Fresh page. Don't pay anything. Do tshuva. And everybody else in all the other generations, Chameh a takana of takana shavim. That is, you want a guy who, who stole something and it's very, very expensive for him to break down his house. Now you can do tshuva and just go pay the money. Right, so that's what he says. There's not that the right is going to have to lose his house. Rabbanan treated as if it wasn't around and now it fell under the new category. So in other words, what we're saying is as follows, a redefinition of everything that we thought up until now. <laughs> everything I thought up until this morning. <laughs> until 10 minutes ago. Right? That, that, the Takana of Rebbe, we claim in terms of Rav Nachman, there's the two types of Takanas. The Takana, if it is there, Takana, if it isn't there. If it isn't there, you don't pay it back. If it is there, you do pay it back. Takana Rashavim, when it's going to cause such financial loss, not that the, 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 the item is still around, but it's now embedded in something else you have to destroy, we regard as if it's not there even, as if it's Lokayemet. And then you find the case of Lokayemet, Lokayemet. In the time of Rebbe, you wouldn't have to pay anything, and in times of Chazal, you have to go and pay the money. Okay, I think that's a, 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 a decent way of, of explaining it. Okay, now we go back to our Mishnah. Gazal Paramu Beret Vyalda. So we saw in the Mishnah that a guy stole a cow, right? Gazal Paramu Beret Vyalda. Right? So he said, Gazal Paramu Beret Vyalda. Or Rachel, or a sheet that's full of hair sheer, and sheared it. Meshan Demai Para, Amelet Leled. Demai Rachel, Amelet Legazes. He only pays the value of what it was worth at the time that he stole it. Remember, like we always said, I've been saying it now for the last few days, it's worth less a pregnant cow than a cow and its calf. So, Tara Rabbanan, there's a bright over here. Right, going back with here as well. Hagoze Rachel, the Gazaza, the Yalda. So, yeah, the, the Bach takes out the word Vipara. It's all one thing. You stole a Rachel, and either you sheared it or gave birth. So, Meshalemotav, et Gezotav, et Valotav, during the Rabbanan says, no, you pay the value of everything. But you pay the money. But everything. In other words, you are not like Hamishnah. Pay everything. The value of the, of the shearing or the value of the baby, everything. Rabbi Yudah says you give it back as it is now. Right? Look at Rashi over here. The second narrow lines of Rashi there. Without a baby. 
יחזיר את זה, ואתה יודע את זה, והדר משלם דמי גזעות ועובר כמו שהיה בשעת הגזלה. ואתה משלם את זה, אז קודם רבי יהודה, רבי יהודה אומר, אתה משלם את האנימל, כמו שזה היה, ואתה מוסיף את הערך של מה שהפיטה והמוסיף היה בזמן שאתה שתול את זה. ולא שבח הגזע שיש בי חץ, ולא שבח הבלד. אתה לא כאן יש רבי יהודה, כל רבי יהודה, אבל אתה משלם את האקסטרה ואלו של מה שזה היה, שזה היה. Right? Because you, you keep the baby and you keep the wool and that you pay the money for. But there you only pay the money for what the wool was worth on the, ba- on the, on the, on the sheep's body, on the skin, or what the feet was worth in the, in the, feet, in the baby, in the, in the sheep's tummy. Right? The actual shevach, you don't pay him for. That's right, because there's no knas. According to Rabbi Meir, you pay him for everything, right? The value of the, of, you don't give it back, you, you keep it all, but you pay for everything. Sinakari Meir is giving a knas on the Shevach. Rabbi Yudah is not giving a, shash, a knas on the Shevach. Tosfo Rashi says over here, V'lo shayach hudat, D'lo kan Shabbi Yudah, Aval damim shebeshat ha'gzaylem meshalem, D'leikelemaan damar kola nigzalim batsir mishat ha'gzaylem shalom. Because he says, says Rashi, there's nobody who says that the Gazlan pays less than what he stole. Okay? So he's got to at least pay what he stole. So that's what Rabbi Yudah says, you give him back the, sh- the, 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 the sheep, Now you say, how much was the value of the fetus inside the sheep? How much was the value of the wool on the sheep's body? That's what you're paying back. The fact that you had to deal with the, with the birth and you had to deal with actual shearing, that you don't pay him back for. Rabbi Shimon says, no. We look at it as if it was appraised. The, the value, look, Rashi says, we're going to see Rashi says, what's the difference Rabbi Shimon? Because Rabbi Shimon says, you appraise everything that was stolen. Okay, so we can really see the difference between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon, right? Rabbi Shimon says, you pay all the money. As it Rabbi Meir says, you pay everything what it's worth now. Rabbi Huda says, you give him back the sheep and you pay him what the, what the wool was worth and what the baby was worth before it was born and sheared. Rabbi Shimon seems to say, you pay for everything at the time that it was, you don't give him back, but it sort of like, seems to be like a bit of a compromise between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. Because he says, you pay him everything, but only at the time of the theft. Everybody with me? Yes? Okay. So we'll say, what's the Rebbe Meir's reason? So why do Rebbe Meir say, you're paying back now everything that's worth now? So the Rebbe gives a couple of answers. Mishun, the Ksava, Shunu, and Mokom, Omed. Does Rebbe Meir say, because he says that the Shunu, there's no change in ownership by the theft. Right? In other words, we, we, we don't, uh... sorry, guys. Right. So, uh, So he says, right? So he says, uh, so that's the most question. Maybe not. Maybe a man says the shino is And why are we paying back all the money? Because it's a knas. But really, it is. So he says, what's the, what do we care? What's enough? What's the practical difference? Where it would have depreciated, where it got weakened the animal. Right? Then it would have been, because now we're saying paying back all the value. So we pay you charging the guy a lot more than what he stole. So it seems like a knas. But what if, you, what if the calf had died? And what if the hair was, uh, blew away? And now he's just left with the sheep? Could he, what would he marry say? Paying back just what he's got in his hands now? And, it's, and, and, and therefore he isn't enriched. So therefore we're not finding him. So he says, let's try and soften my bright. He's sold the animal and it got old. Or he stole the slave and it got old. They got old. They got old. 
Tanakama says he pays Kishal Akzela at the time when he stole it. Before they, before they, 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 they got old. When it comes to Avadim, you give him back the Avadim and you say, take your Avadim, they're yours, even though they got old. Right? That's what it goes to Avadim. With the animal, we pay back for what the time the animal was. So there's a bit of a steer here. Every married thinks that the Shinui, there was no stealing, there was no chain changing Balut by the theft. So then how come just that, and that's why he gave him back his Avadim, because they were, you never start, you never actually owned them. So I think we an army with animal as well. Why didn't you just give the animal back? Right? It must be says, no. The, the, the animal, there was Shinukone. It doesn't say Shinukum Komed. It is Shinukone. Right? And you paid a Knas. That's why. So you've got to say, Sisa Very Mary says that with the animal, right? Kshata Gzaila. And with the Avadim, you give back. So the Gemara says, and, 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 and therefore, there is Shinukbalim over here. The Gemara says, no. Remarry says, no. But Shinu, there's no Shinukbalim. There's no Kone. So how come over here he said with the animal you pay the you 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 keep the animal you don't keep and you, and you don't give it back? He says Ladidi because he's talking to Chachamim. He says he says as far as I'm concerned should and kone. And even the animal should go back to the guy. But you guys, you said there is Shinukone. He said, At least agree with me that, the, that you guys, us, everything should go back to the original owner, the land, the, the Avadim, and the, and, and the animal. But at least you should agree with me that the Avadim should go back. Why? Because Avadim are like Karka. And you can never steal Karka. And on that, Rabbanan said to Rabbanan, Rabbanan, so we recall really learning from this bride. This bride doesn't help us about the Shimon. Was it a Shinubali or a Shinubali? Okay, the, the great trust to start again. Toshma. God gave somebody, uh, uh, takes a God to die, wool for him, and he wants to die red. And he does it black. Right? And he does it red. Shemimei says that this guy who died it wrong, he must pay me now for my wool. He can keep it, I don't want it, pay me back for the wool. The Gemara wants to say over here, look at Rashi, he pays for the wool. Only for the wool, right? So now, this is I'm trying to prove Rashi's academy, how it was when I gave it to him. So then, these guys, if you ask him to dye black and he dyed it red, at least there are some guys in the world who would want red wool. So the red wool is worth more to those guys than undyed wool, correct? But yet, what do you may say you've got to pay back? Just the value before the change. The wool. Just the wool. So it's the Gemara wants to say to make Simaro in, to make Simaro v'shiv cholo, but the the, the the enhancement, the improvement, you know. Now he says v'isakadat achsari mei shinu en kone. If the Rebbe Mary says that the shinu is not kone, in other words, but right that the that the shinu bim komo or med that nothing happened over here, that the guy never acquired it via doing a shinu. So to make Simaro v'shiv by then really you died my wool and my wool is is red for guys who want red wool my wool is actually worth more so now what have i got 
enhanced wool for guys who want. I don't want the black, but guys who do want red, it's got a higher market value for guys who want red. So if we say that the Shinui didn't corner, so really all the wool and the improvements are mine. You should have to pay me now, not just paying for the wool that I gave you, you now buying from me dyed wool, which is red, which is worth more. So why aren't you paying me more? And we see you're not paying me more. Why aren't you paying me more? Because the wool became yours in the dyeing. So the shevach is yours, not mine. So all you can pay me back, all you pay me for is the red, is the undyed wool. Everybody got that? Because you're compensating me just for what I had. At the time that you dyed the wool, what, what did I have? I had undyed wool. So you're going to compensate me for undone. Well, that's our Mishnah. And that's only why, because the Gazdan is Kone Bashinui. But the fact that we marry says no. Right? That you, that, that's even was Kone Bashinui. But if we marry, if we want to say Mary says that it wasn't Kone Bashinui, then you weren't Kone at Bashinui. So the wool's still mine. You haven't Kone it. So what wool do I own now if you didn't acquire it from me through the Shinui? I own red wool, correct? Everybody got that? You should pay me for red wool, and you're not. So it seems Rabbi Mary seems to say you do acquire it by Shinui. And Allah Shaminak Sabi Mary Shinu Kone. Right? So the Gwan says, Vahacha Knasud Kakanis Shmamina. So if the Shinu is Kone, then how come back in our brighter when Rabbi Mary said? You pay it all back. Why do you pay it all back? Because really, Mary says it's a knas. Shinu is kone. Really, it was yours. The fetus was yours. The wool was yours. All you should have paid back was the value that it was at the time that you stole it. But we give you a knas to make you pay it all back. Already got that? Clear? All right. Tegumor says that's that version. They work with another version. You can have another version of this whole sugya. The word says, Haloi Bailan. It says, the Ikad Amri, Haloi Bailan. From the fact we'll see now in a moment, be the Apich Rav Vitani Vitani Gazal Parave Hiskina Avadivi Skinu Meshalek Shakzari Meir. says, Now there's another version. Our question here was, we said, Now Ibayalehu, my time at Rabbi Meir. What's Rabbi Meir's reason? The word says, The other version, we don't ask that question. What's Rabbi Meir's reason? Why? Because there's another version of this brighter. Right? He says, Midaapich Rav Vitani. Because Rav changed it around. Look, in the first brighter we had, No, no, sorry, Toshma. In that brighter there, we had the brighter Toshma. In the first brighter, we tried to prove the answer. Remember, it said, Toshma, Gazal Beviskina, Vadim Viskina, Mishalim Shalak Zayla. Full stop. Then we said, Remeir Omer, Babadim Omer Loare. Remember that? So we had, it wasn't a Remeir, the, the ratio was Tanakama. And then Remeir said about with Avadim and with, and with, uh, with uh, Skanim. The Rav changed it around and reads that brighter something a little bit differently. He says, like this. Gazal para veskina. You stole. You 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 stole a cow and it got old. Or avadim and they got old. Meshalem kishalak zayla. Who say meshalem kishalak zayla? Diver Rabbi Meir. The chachamim omrim. But avadim omer lo harayshalach levanecha. And yeah, chachamim are the ones you say with avadim. You say take your avadim back. So there, the Gemara says, "Vadim Meir shunukone." 
So it's Pashut that Rabbi Meir says, because according to this new version, So why don't you pay back the Shatak Zayla? Any change that took place took place by you. They're yours. You don't give them back. You don't pay the differences. The Gemara says, So now we know that when Rabbi Meir said in the first Brayta that you start a para on the Tarah of Anan, HaGozel Rachel, says you're going to pay back the whole value what you've got now. It's clear now to us what? That what Rimei was saying there was a knas. And the shinu is kone, correct? Because of the avadim and the pari that got old, you, you pay back what it was at the time that you stole it. You don't have to give it back. So in other words, the shinu took place by you because you're the new owner. Everybody with me? Right? So Gemara says, but, so now, so what's our kasha now, Rabbi Meir? Now we have a different kasha altogether. So now Gemara says, our kasha no longer, Rabbi Meir says, shinukone, shinukone. it's clear that shinukone, and you pay a knas. He says, ki keibailan, our question to Rabbi Meir is, this is our question, ki kanis, Rabbi Meir said that we pay a knas, is it only bemazed, that when you stole on purpose, you pay a knas, about beshogeg lo kanis, if, if it was inadvertent, you, you ended up being a Gazlan Bashogeg. Look at Rashi. How do you end up being a Gazlan Bashogeg? Rashi says, You bought from a Gazlan and you improved it in your hands. You never knew it was stolen. And now they come along and they happen, right? Because now the original owner gets it back from the ghost, comes and takes it back from you. Now the question is, you weren't the Gazlan. But it was Gzela that, 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 that overwent the treatment of Ashbacha. So we're having the plastic Rebbe Rebbe Meir said there's no knas. Only when you were the Gazan there's a knas. Or Dilma, or maybe even no, makes no difference. And now the Gemara tries to answer that. So we've changed the whole question on Rabbi Meir. First we asked Rabbi Meir say that Shinu Kone or not Shinu Kone. Now we said that's clear Shinu Kone. And now we understand that Rabbi Meir says there's a knas. The question now is, when is there a knas? Is it only Bamezid or also Bashogeg? So let's try now and answer this question. Now the Gemara brings a, a quote over here from Gemara Ketubot. Chamisha govim minam achurin. There are five types of people who when they come to claim their land back, they can only claim from unencumbered lands. If they've been, if they've been affected, and they've now got to be recompensated, they can only claim from you, from from, from freehold land, not from encumbered land. Right? That's, 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 that's the, uh, that's, that's the, the Gemara Salakas. and who are they? Peyrot. So if, if, if it's Peyrot, if a person, if you, if a person owes you Peyrot, Veshevach Peyrot, and look at Rashi, Peyrot, Peyrot, Tzinam HaSechet Gittim, Ulun Gittim, Ein Motzin Lachinat Peyrot, Veshevach Karkaot, if a guy owes you money for payout or shevach or improvements of land, and let's say that you that that, that you, you you stole a guy's land and you built a field on it, now he's now now you coming to claim be coming to claim back. There's a claim on the land is one thing, but on the on the on the improvements you only claim from from unencumbered land. Right, because otherwise we we've got to make sure that the guys who were had original encumbrances are secure. Right. Ishto. Person takes upon himself. He marries some a, a woman, and she's got a, a son, and he and he, and he undertakes to, to feed her son, or bat ishto or her daughter. 
וגט חוב, גט חוב, זה יהיה ג'סטה שטר, לא לגט דווקא, אין לי שטר חוב, יגיד לקונטרקט, ה-IOU, שאין בו, which has got no אחריות, in other words, it wasn't an incumbent loan, it was just a free loan with no personal securities, או כתובת אישה, or a woman's כתובה, שאין בה אחריות, see that there, all of you are אחריות. So man shall make another gemara like this. Man shall let Amar achrayut lav taot sofer. So the gemara says, who's the one who says that this word of yes achrayut is not a taot sofer? In other words, is such a thing as a star without achrayut? The gemara says, Rabbi Meir. The gemara says, Rabbi Meir. Rashi says, Mishnah Ochlim in 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 Uslin Davu Ben Bava Metzia Matzah Shitrachov Gafan Shitrachov Ein Bein Achrayut Nechasim Yachzi Lefish Ein Beiti Nifin Meir. Rashi says, Uktani Perush Yer Perut. So the Gemara said, wait a second, and we learned the Uktani Perush Yer Perut. So what's Shev Perah Hechidami? How do you, what is this Shev Perah we're talking about? The Gemara says, Kagon She Gazal Sedim Echav Yisrael Efil from his friend. Who Machalach is holding somebody else, and the new party, the buyer, Hishbicha. Vahi Yotzei Mitachat Yadok Eshu Gove. Now the original owner comes back and says, wait a second, what did you stole from me? You stole him. I go back to the guy you stole. I take it from him. They ask, what do you want? I understand the field is yours, but I spent a, a million shekels here farming this thing, and, and my crops are about to be about to be harvested. What about my crops? So that's the shevach payrot, right? He says that the guy gover et akeret minachasim meshubadim. The keren, the land, the money that he paid the gazlan, that he paid the gazlan for, right? For uh, for the land that he bought. Then he can take, even if the Gazdan's got Meshubadim, we don't care, we take it. Look at Rashi. Shu Kadam, Mahavia Kemavia Bashtar. Sharei Katavlo Bashtar Mechire. On the contrary, if they take it from you, you can have it back from me. So the, the, the land he takes from the Gazdan from Meshubadim. But on the, on the Shevach, all the improvements that he made, they're talking about the gardeners, tell you that. That, you, only if he's got, if the Gazdan's got Karkot Meshukharot, he can take from there. Like we said, now wait a second. Why? So he goes, at the end of the day, the, the owner of the land came and took back land that had been improved. So the one now wants to, now this wants to be the proof over here. We're trying to prove, remember our question was, we may, does he say that the class even beshogeg or only bemezit? So he says, my love, are we talking about an Amaretz? Do you have the Karakan exilet or an exilet? A guy's not an expert, not a land expert. He doesn't know if this was stolen or not stolen land. He's an ignorant guy. He bought it to simply the Tamim guy, in a, just an, an, an innocent guy came and bought land. He doesn't know what's going on over here. Even so, the original owner comes and takes the land back. Veshivcha, with the, all, the, all the improvements. Veshmamina, Beshogeg Dami, Kanis. And we see even Beshogeg, the guy, where's the Knas? And he can only get the land back now from unencumbered land. He loses his shevach. He never knew that it was stolen. It was Meshogeg. It was on stolen land that he farmed, but he never knew it was stolen. And now, where's the knas? He can't go after the gazlan on Meshubadim. And he go after the gazlan on Mechurarin. So that seems to be a proof. And Rabbi Meir is the one who says that with no achrayot, not a taut so fair. In other words, you talk about land is not achrayot, with shtan achrayot. The Gemara says that seems to be the proof that we may say. Everybody got it? Everybody with me on that? Agree with me? Right? Anybody? Right? Okay. The Gemara says no. Talking about an expert over here. And if it wasn't a case of, of Shogay, a case of Mazid, even the guy who bought it in the Gazlan, he was a land, he knew that it was stolen goods he was stealing. He knew it was stolen, it was too cheap, or the price was too good, whatever the case was. He knew that that land you could never buy otherwise. 
So we can't prove anything from here from a Meir, whether it would be Kones, or Mezid, or Sabah Shogun. Come on, try again. Toshma. We come back to our previous example. Gavagal is born Adam but Sabah Shachor. Shachor is a Adam. Gavagal up to dar black or to dar red and did the wrong thing. Remero, Meir, or Tenor to make Simaro. Meir says you only have to pay him the value of the wool itself. To make Simaro, in the make Simaro of a Shiv Cholo. Here he doesn't have to pay the, the, the now we're saying that the dyer who did it wrong is like a bit of a guzzler, right? Because you, you forced me basically to give you my wool. I, I've got no I've got no use whatsoever for that wool. So now he says he only pays him for the wool and not the Shevach as well. Now this was Bashogak, right? This was a Gazlan Bashogak. Didn't intend to steal your wool. He made a mistake. And he became a Gazlan, so to speak, right? Now, it says, if you think it's also a shogay, he should have given him them. He should have, the guy should have paid him, compensate the guy for his wool and the value of the dying. Now, we see, no, we let the guy off. The gazlan Bashogag only paid the value of the wool. There's no knas. So, Gemara says, Gemara concludes with that over there. Should we marry? We can see from this. Bottom line, Gemara says, you only pay a knas when it was. Uh, B'mezid, not B'shogay. Okay? Alright. Rabbi Yudo, man, now we go back now to our bright. We saw the bright of the Machlut and we married Rabbi Yudo, Rabbi Shimon, right? Rabbi Yudo, man, Gzayla, Chosayit, Ben, now. Rabbi Shimon, man, Rabbi Yudo, Kilo, he, Shuma, et lo, Bekesef. So now the Gemara asked earlier on, Rashi said, we'll point out later what's the difference between the two of them. So Rabbi Yudo says that, that, you, uh, that you give him back the sheep as it is today. And you pay him the value of what the wool was on the body of the sheep and what the value was in the sheep's tummy. Right? Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon says, no, you only give him back, it's all money. There shouldn't really be a, bit, a difference between the two of them in the net cost to the, to the Gazdan. Do you agree with me? should be the same money-wise. Does Rabbi Yudas say, you actually give him the sheep plus money. Rabbi Shimon says, seems to say, you only give him money. That's what it seems to me. So God says, my bad now. So God says, I'm Rav Zvid. Rav Zvid comes to answer, the Shevach on the Gzayla. What does that mean? Look at Rashi, the very last wide under the top in the first narrow line. The Shevach Shal Gabe Gzayla. Kagon, Chesh Bicha Eitz Lo, Vaadain Lo Natla Hemenu. Kagon, She Gazla Rekanit Vnitabra Otuna Giza. So, what's what Rashi saying about? Where the Shevach took place on the Gzayla. You, when you started, it wasn't pregnant. I think David asked this on Shabbos, this question. Right? When you stole a sheep and now it got pregnant by you. But you still got the sheep and now it's a pregnant sheep. Or you stole a sheep without any hair on it. It had just been after shearing and now it's become a nice big full. Uh, what's those nice expensive sheeps? What they're called? They're that, like full of all that hair. There's a. Cashmere? I don't know, cashmere. I don't know. I think of another name. No, Could be. Miracle. What? What? Caracol? I don't know. You know what I mean? Whatever you can think of, I don't know what it is. Like one of those nice sheep, you the long, long, long hair that walk around, right? So he says, Rabbi Yudah says that it belongs to the guy you started from. Give it back to him, as even though it's happened by you, give him back the sheep. Rabbi Shimon Sava, what are you talking about? The Gazanave, it's mine. I'm going to pay you, Bashat Akzela. Whatever happens after that is mine. Rabbi Yudah says, no, even though it was, when you started, it wasn't pregnant. You started a sheep, give him back the sheep. Oh, the sheep's pregnant, it's not your problem, not my problem. It's his sheep, give it back to him. Right? 
Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa doesn't agree with Rav Zvit. Rav Papa says, everyone agrees that it belongs to the Gazlan. Right? But what's the Machloket? Whether we, 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 we give the guy, the Nigzal, half, a third, or a quarter. But it seems like everyone agrees that the Nigzal has got some stake in this. The question is, the whole shit, the whole shit, for someone to say something, and you've been quiet the whole shit. I couldn't understand why. I've been looking at you the whole shit, waiting for you. And now you're going to pay back. This is unbelievable. Right, okay. He's going to say it. I mean, I haven't read it further. Right. So, Yudas says no. It all goes to the Gazlan. Right? And there, Shevach shall gabag zayla, kure de gazla. Rabbi Shimon Savala mechsle should revere hude shakil. Right? So he said that the question is a different machlot altogether. Le shlish revere hude shakil gazla. The gazla only gets a third, a little bit of it, because you've got to bring in the money. So the word brings, but I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure how this works with Rabbi Yudu. Rabbi Yudu is the one who says, give him back the sheep. Right? So maybe you've got to first wait for baby to be born. And then you take and you get the wool, and then you give him back the sheep, and you pay him for what it was at the time. If there wasn't a baby, there wasn't a baby. Right? The word says, No, the word is a kashi on this. Gazal paravita bright law. That's our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, If you stole the animal and became pregnant by you, the yaldin and gave birth, Rachel, you stole a, she, a sheep and it got full of wool, it's law, but you, because then you, she, and you shared it, Meshalem Kishata Xayla. Right? You pay back however it was at the time of the Xayla. Yalda in, lo Yalda, hadrabina. If it had a baby, fine. Lo, if it never had a baby, hadrabina. You give it back pregnant. So, what does that mean? The Gemara seems to say that Bishlo Rav Zvid, we had Rav Zvid who said that the Machloket was the Shevach Sha'al Gabba Xayla, the Shevach on it. That makes sense, Contravsvid. The Amar Shevach Shabbat Zaylet, the Nixalabek, belongs to the guy who was stolen from, Contrabiuda. Ha, money. So who would have Mishnah be like? Rabbiudi. And by the contra of Papa, who says the Amar the Gazlan have it, belongs to the Gazlan. So now Mishnah ha, money, Lord Rabbiuda, but Lord Rabbishimun. Because our Mishnah clearly says it belongs to the Gazlan. So you want to say the Amalach, Rabbapa, Rabbapa, Sidna. Who are dear enough for the loyal that if it never gave birth, Nami Keshat Hagzela Ude Meshalem. Well, you always have to pay back the value that it was when the time was stolen. But Hadiktani Yalda, when Amishta said Yalda, what's talking about? Adinasi Raisha Yalda, Nasev Nami Yalda. He says, therefore, it's not really Yalda when you started to born by you. The Raisha is talking about if you start a pregnant sheep. So, therefore, the safest part also, if you start a sheep that wasn't pregnant and it became pregnant, it's not really the case. Grace is talking about the because the brightest watch of Papa. Rav Shimon Omer, Roino Takiru, he shumait lo besof. Rav Shimon said that you see, if what you stole, you appraised at the time that you stole it. Right? And now look at the siyash. Rav Shimon Omer, Roino Takiru, he shumait lo bekesef. Le mechze le shlish ul revia. And now we decide exactly what he's going to get the shlish ul quarter or third or a half. So I'm Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says like this. Kiavina and Bay Rav Karu, we were learning Baby Shavar Kahana, I Bailan. We had a kasha then. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon said, "I'm going to make a third, a quarter, half who the shakil gazlan." Is that what the gazlan takes? Ki misalkinan le, but the may misalkinan le. And therefore, when he pays him back with money, is it all done? Or deal with me, Bashash? Or is that actually give him back a portion of that 
if, if the Gazal is going to take, uh, 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 has, a, has a share in it, that third quarter, you actually get a stake in the, in, in, in the actual animal itself. Now, it's Pashut that you can't give him a part, you can't cut the animal up into pieces. So it have to be converted into money. But the thing is, Mikra Adin, is it the, the stake in the actual baby or just money? There are three that you appraise the Shevach. And you convert it into money. You know, let's end of the year. Okay, we'll re- redo this a little bit tomorrow. We'll clear it up.